Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Um, I'm sorry that I didn't post anything uh, last week. Kind of had some family stuff going on last weekend. Um, so I was kind of busy. Um, I know that's not really a good enough excuse because I said that I would try to post every week. But I'm back today, so hopefully you're ready for this week's episode. It's going to be a little bit different from what I've put out in the past. I know that the last episode was also a bit different. Um, I just wanted to keep it lighthearted for the last episode, and I thought it would be nice if those of you that listen to my podcast on a regular basis got to know me a little better. So hopefully you know a little bit more about me and can kind of associate me with something other than just my boring voice. On the topic of me, I wanted to go over just a couple of things before I get into the actual content of what we're going to be talking about today. So, as you may all or may not know, um, I was going to say that you might all know, but I figured that you probably don't all know, um, I've never really put out anything like this before in terms of like putting myself out there on the internet for people to kind of hear or see. I feel like a lot of people that make podcasts also have like an an other platform of some sort or at least I find that the people that I listen to have other platforms like a lot of the people that I listen to also do YouTube. They have a YouTube channel or they they just do other things so I feel like they already kind of have an established following and like doing a podcast it's kind of like the same audience um, as their other platform. I don't have that and I have thought about doing other things before but to me podcasting was the easiest um, especially at the time right now. I've considered starting a YouTube channel and doing things like that but honestly my life isn't that exciting and I honestly don't really know where to get started with it and I just feel like the videos that I would make would just be very boring. I do feel like my podcast so far it's been difficult for me to kind of get used to putting myself out there and I know that the quality of it isn't as high as I would like it to be. I definitely want it to be better and I definitely want, you know, to fix out all the little kinks and things like that. We've been doing this for about a month now and I like to think there's been some improvement. I felt extremely awkward talking into a microphone for the first couple of episodes and honestly I still do feel kind of awkward, um, but I am working on it. I know that I kind of have a monotone voice, but I promise I'm not as boring as I sound. I am actually surprisingly really good at like speeches and things like that, despite being extremely shy and introverted and getting extremely nervous. I've, I wasn't always good at giving speeches, but especially in high school, like all of my teachers would tell me that like I, I spoke really well and you know, I'm just trying to sound more enthusiastic. But at the same time, I I feel like I've been trying to keep my voice down and not speak too loudly just because I do live with my family and there are other people in the house. So I don't want to be speaking too loud to the point where I'm disturbing them in any way. But I think when I try to kind of keep my my voice at a certain kind of threshold, it ends up sounding more monotone and less enthusiastic. So I'm really trying to work on that. So I do appreciate your patience kind of bearing with me as I try to, I guess, just um, produce better quality episodes. The other thing is I mentioned that I do have quite a few ideas for what I want to talk about. And that is true, but I feel like I'm kind of struggling with the cohesiveness of my episodes. I feel like there's no real structure and it's just like a bunch of random thoughts um, being thrown at your face. So I'm trying to put together like an actual plan of like structuring it with like an intro and like getting into like the real meat of everything and then doing like um, a conclusion of some sort. So I'm working on my structure a bit just so that it doesn't sound so like all over the place I guess but that is going to take a bit of time. So I do appreciate your patience. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, my thoughts on plant-based diets. Um, 
I know this can be a very controversial topic and this can also be a very triggering topic for some people. So if this is something that you really don't like hearing about, don't like talking about, then um, it might be a better idea just to not listen to this episode. But I am going to do just a quick little disclaimer just now. This episode isn't going to be about my my reasons why you should go plant-based. And I say plant-based because I know there are a lot of different terms that get used. I know some people are full-out vegetarian. I'm actually a vegetarian. There are people that are vegan. There are people that only eat certain types of animal products. There are people that only eat like seafood and things like that. There are people that only eat chicken or whatever. And I know there's like actual names for those things. I don't know the names for all of them. Um, but this isn't going to be a, like a, an episode where I convince you to go plant-based or like the benefits of being plant-based. I think that I don't have all of the information or I, I don't think that I have enough, you know, research myself that I've done prior to this that I feel like I'm in the place to tell you why I think being plant-based is a better idea than eating meat and consuming animal products. I just think that there are issues with the whole idea of being completely plant-based or not necessarily issues, but I just think that there are cons to it. And I feel like this topic is very like, it's, it's, it's put out to us as black and white. And I don't want to come off as preachy, I guess, even though I'm a vegetarian myself, I definitely don't think that it is for everyone. And it'll make more sense as I go along and as I talk more about it. But that's just my quick little disclaimer. I'm not trying to convince you to go plant-based. I'm not trying to convince you that your diet is wrong, that you need to change it, or that you're unhealthy of some sort. We're just going to go over some of some of the things that I've learned from being vegetarian. Um, I'll be going into how I became vegetarian and like my thoughts on it, my thoughts on veganism, and like just the whole attitudes towards it. Because I do think there are pros and cons to the whole plant-based diet. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. This isn't me trying to convince you to change your diet in any way. I just thought that I would put this out there because I think that we need to hear both sides of, this, both sides of the story. So with that, I'm going to get started. So I have been a vegetarian for a number of years now. I wasn't always a vegetarian. I stopped eating meat so um chicken and fish primarily um when i was 16 or 15 years old when i was a kid growing up before i turned vegetarian my family never really consumed a lot of meat we only ate chicken and fish and on the occasion we'd have like turkey or something like that but we never had any red meat of any sort we didn't we don't eat beef we don't eat pork we don't really eat any other seafood other than like salmon and other fish i have had things like shrimp but like it was very long time ago it was not like a usual thing for me i've had crab like maybe once in my life a very long time ago i don't even remember it but my diet has always been majority plant-based um we only usually eat meat or ate meat no we don't eat meat anymore but we usually only ever ate it like maybe once or twice a week. And I thought that was normal. I thought like everyone only ever ate meat a couple times a week. Um, and I eventually did learn that most people around me did actually eat more meat than I did. Um, I knew that obviously like for religious purposes and other things like that, there are things that people were allowed to eat, people were not allowed to eat. Um, there are things, I said it before that my family is Hindu. I don't consider myself to be religious, but I just grew up not eating things like beef, which most Hindus don't. Um, but anyway, the point here is I never really consumed a lot of meat to begin with. And I never really had an issue with that. That was just the way that I was raised my mom has been a vegetarian before I was even born, I think. So we primarily just were made, like, I literally would just eat whatever 
she gave me like as a kid like I'm talking like before like like high school and stuff like that when she used to make my meals um I would just eat whatever she gave me and 90% of the time it was um vegetarian food we did eat eggs we did consume dairy and we still do consume those things I, I do still eat eggs to this day and I do um consume dairy though I am trying to cut out though but it's not it's for a different reason um it's mostly because I tend to like get a lot of really bad acne whenever I consume dairy so that's my reason for it but like I said to me as a kid before like I was old enough to really understand what it meant to be vegetarian I just assumed that everybody else also like only ate meat twice a week most of the time our breakfasts our lunches and our dinners were primarily vegetarian I know like every like Saturday or Sunday my mom would make like chicken biryani or like some type of chicken curry or something I'm Indian by the way um I think most of you know that by now but just in case um so we only really ever ate it like maybe twice maybe three times a week that was it so I thought that was normal. I thought everybody else, like in the whole world, also only ate it twice or three times a week. But obviously, as I got older, I realized that most people actually do consume me on like a regular basis and more often than I do. And honestly, I did think it was weird at first because I was like, I didn't realize that people sometimes eat meat with like every single meal or like every single day because that wasn't normal for me. And obviously, I was very young at this point. So I didn't realize that I was the odd one out, but I I do now understand and I like I, I realized that I grew up mostly eating vegetarian food. Sorry if you can hear my dog again, by the way. He's sitting outside on our porch and like he likes to watch people walk. People do like Sunday morning walks and sometimes there's dogs walking by, so he likes to bark at them, so Apologies if you can hear him, like, howling. Anyway, um, where was I? I was talking about my experience of being vegetarian. Oh, yeah, so, so basically in high school is when I decided to become vegetarian and it wasn't just, like, myself, it was also my brother and my mom had already been vegetarian. My dad... To this day still does eat some meat but again his diet still is 90% vegetarian he only ever eats meat like very rarely like he doesn't even like cook his own food or anything like that not that there's anything wrong with like wanting to eat something different than what other people around you are but he literally just like he literally doesn't really care like if he goes out to a party or something or if he goes out to a restaurant there is an odd chance that he will order something that does have chicken or fish in it. Um, but he doesn't make his own meals at home that are separate from what the rest of my family eats because we're vegetarian. He also eats vegetarian food. So in high school, I basically realized that I didn't consume a lot of meat. And honestly... I never really was a big fan of the very few meats that I did eat. Like I said, I only ever really ate chicken and fish and I, I honestly was not a big fan of fish at all. My mom would like have to force it down my throat and my brother as well. Chicken was the only meat that I ever really enjoyed but even then I had other favorite foods that didn't have meat in them. So I liked vegetarian, like most of my favorite foods were already vegetarian even though at the time I wasn't completely vegetarian. So part of the reason I gave it up, and I think when you do become vegetarian or even when you become vegan, everyone always asks why or like what made you um, make that change. For me, it was genuinely just because I didn't see the point of me eating meat when I didn't like it that much. And because I never really ate a lot of it in the first place. So for me, becoming vegetarian was just an, like, it just made sense because I was already like 80 to 90% vegetarian. And I think my situation is kind of unique because it, it, it really just boils down to how I was raised. I was raised 
in a family where we didn't eat a lot of meat, especially with a mom that's been vegetarian um, for as long as I can remember. Like it, it, it wasn't hard for me to completely eliminate the chicken and fish that I did eat because I never really ate all that much of it anyway. So I know this isn't the case for most people because it can be extremely difficult to give up things that you grew up with and things that you're used to. And I'm going to talk about this a bit more later on. But for me, going 100% vegetarian was not difficult because I was already like mostly there. And I can honestly truthfully say that some of my favorite foods, even as a kid, some of my favorite foods now and even before, like did not have chicken or fish in it. I always preferred vegetarian things anyway. And like I said, there were times growing up as a kid where my parents would have to like force me to eat fish and even chicken. Sometimes they would have to force me to eat it like for protein and things like that. But it wasn't my favorite. I, my favorite foods to this day. And even as a kid, some of my favorite foods are meatless. So it was, it wasn't hard for me to make the the switch. The day that I kind of decided there wasn't actually like a moment where I decided, okay, I want to be fully vegetarian Um, When I was 16, we had some family over from Singapore. My cousins and my aunt, they came to visit us here in Canada um, from Singapore. And they are completely vegetarian. They were vegetarian before my family was. So they had stayed with us for about like three weeks or something. And they were staying in our house, like living in our house with us instead of like in a hotel. We had enough room for three extra people in our house, so they just stayed with us. And so my mom and my dad had basically just decided, like, let's just cook vegetarian meals, um, like, because they're here. Like, there's no point in us making chicken occasionally or making fish occasionally because no one's really going to eat it. And they knew that me and my brother weren't big fans of it, so we just went three whole weeks, like my family plus my cousins and my aunt, we had gone the entire time that they were here not eating any meat. And like, honestly, I didn't even like realize it until after my cousins had left and gone back to Singapore. And my mom was like, we have gone like a whole three weeks without eating any chicken or fish. And like, I like, we honestly didn't even realize it because like I said before, this was something that was normal for us. And our diet already was majority plant-based and on occasion we would have chicken or fish so I think once they had left and once we had realized that we had gone x amount of time without consuming any meat we were just like let's just keep going just like for no apparent reason like let's just keep going let's just keep not eating meat because it wasn't hard it wasn't like a difficult three weeks that my cousins were here where you know our family was like oh my god we need to eat meat or like we really miss it we honestly did not even notice And like I said, I know this is a very unique case and this isn't the same for everyone because it is very hard to let go of things um, such as food that you grew up eating. And for most people, it is very challenging to like go completely vegetarian or vegan or whatever it might be. It is hard to give up food that you really enjoy. But like I said, it wasn't something that we ever really ate all that much of anyway. And that's just the way that I was raised. So I'm going to get into what I think about being plant-based and vegetarian or vegan. I'm going to use the term plant-based because I know that's like a new term that gets thrown around a lot. Um, And like a lot of restaurants and stuff like that are kind of claiming to be plant-based or like have like plant-based options. Um, And I think I'm not entirely sure what plant-based means. I just think, I think it means that the majority of ingredients in a particular food comes from plants, but that isn't to say that it's necessarily vegetarian or vegan. Um, But just to clarify, I am vegetarian. I eat egg and I consume cow's milk and I consume like dairy products and things like that. Um, But I do not eat chicken fit. I do not eat like actual meat, if that makes sense. And I know for for those of you that might be vegan, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's like no animal products at all. So you wouldn't be eating like eggs, you wouldn't be consuming any dairy. 
Um, and I think it also includes like not consuming animal products, like like using animal-based products, like things like that have um, some type of animal product in them. So like makeup or like clothes that might be made from like leather or things like that. So I think vegetarians also fall into this category because my family also, we don't wear things that have um, like animal furs or things like that in them. So that really depends. But I think vegans are a bit more stricter when it comes to that. I feel like I'm using all like the, the wrong terms here. Like, sorry if I'm using the wrong words because I just feel like there are so many and I probably should have researched this a bit more. But you know what? That's okay. So... My main point for this whole topic is that I think that there are pros and cons to both and I don't necessarily think that the claim that anyone can be vegan or anyone can be vegetarian, I don't necessarily think that's true and there's a couple of reasons why. The first reason why I think it's not for everyone is kind of similar to what I already said and that is because of how you were raised slash your culture and like tra- like your traditions and things like that, what I mean by this is for me, like I said, it was easy to kind of become fully vegetarian and go plant-based because I already was like more than halfway there and we didn't consume all that much meat to begin with before we were vegetarian, so it wasn't hard, but that's just the way that I was raised. And I can see it being a lot more difficult for someone wanting to go plant-based if they grew up eating more meat. Like the people that grew up eating meat on a more frequent basis than my family did, it can be a lot more challenging and it can be hard to give give those things up. And that's why it takes so much time if you truly do want to make that transition. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not even going to, it's going to take a very long time. For you to really kind of hold yourself back from wanting to go back to your old diet of consuming meat. If that's something that you grew up with, like if you grew up, you know, eating bacon and eggs um, every morning or very frequently in your life earlier on when you were a kid or as you were growing up in your family, it can be very hard like as an adult and as an older person in general to give up things that were part of just the way that you were raised and like how you were brought up in your family. And I think this also goes hand in hand with culture and like cuisines from different parts of the world. Indian cuisine is kind of a mix between vegetarian and non-vegetarian. But like I said, there are certain things that most Indians will not eat due to like religious purposes and things like that, such as beef. Most Indians do not eat beef. Um, But again, this depends on like where you're from, as well as just your upbringing and like your own beliefs and values. But things like um, chicken biryani and all of the meat containing Indian dishes were never dishes that my, my family ate on a regular basis. We would have biryani maybe like every couple of weeks. Um, and there are ways obviously to make these certain dishes and certain meals vegetarian. Like you could just take the meat out and it would be like a vegetable biryani which is something that we do eat we're actually having that for lunch today one little fact um but it really depends on where you're from like if you if your traditional food and like the traditional cuisine from where you're from and like your ethnicity and things like that is one that does have like a lot of seafood in it or has like a lot of meat in it and those are like part of the cultural kind of food that you eat that you grew up eating because of Um, your ethnicity it can be really hard to give that up and this is something that was talked about a lot in one of the one of the youtubers that I follow she actually did a study abroad for a bit in South Korea um, last year I think and she is completely vegan and I remember in one of her videos she was saying how she feels like sometimes it's hard to find foods that don't have meat in it because the whole concept of being vegetarian and, and vegan wasn't as predominant of an idea as it was in like a western culture or western society and she was like you know sometimes i feel like i'm eating the same meals every day because vegetarianism and veganism isn't just it's just not as common here as it is back in the uk which is where she's from so 
if you were to ask someone who was Korean or someone who did have like a predominant diet that had a lot of meat in it and you you told them like you know I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan it's hard to give those things up like if you grew up eating things that had meat in them on a regular basis and then you want to make that change to become vegetarian or to go vegan it can be very difficult because you're giving up something that was a part of your life and that was a part of your life for a very long time and it might even feel like you're giving up part of your culture so it's very difficult and there are even cases of like I know like my friend she is Chinese and she is now vegetarian she's been vegetarian for a couple of months now I think she became vegetarian like um at the start of 2021 and she was telling me how like her family who is Chinese like wasn't really understanding of her choice because a lot of Chinese cuisine involves a lot of seafood and it includes a lot of meat so for her to go vegetarian she felt like she was kind of betraying her culture and her ethnicity because a lot of Chinese food does have um, meat in it so she shows she kind of expressed that to me and like it was something that I never really thought about until someone mentioned it to me that I was like yeah it can be it can be very difficult because depending on where you're from and depending on like what you grew up eating your culture your ethnicity if your culture includes a lot of seafood or includes a lot of meat and animal products then it can be very hard to kind of let go of that because she's she told me like you know I feel like I'm changing my entire diet but she was doing it for like health reasons and things like that because she was having um she had a couple of issues like um with her health and her doctor suggested going on a more plant-based diet and she even went to go see a dietitian and nutritionist and they advised that you know start to cut out like try to minimize the amount of meat that you eat and she's completely vegetarian now and she has a couple of other reasons for doing it which I'll get into you know people's reasons for going plant-based and whatever later on but it can be very hard it can be very hard if you grew up eating a certain way and then when you're an adult wanting to give up all of that it can be hard and personally for me there's a reason why I'm vegetarian and not vegan and I get the question a lot is like do you think you'll ever like take it a step further from being vegetarian and ever decide to go vegan and to be honest I have thought about it and I've thought about it a lot especially during the pandemic and I've been doing more research on vegetarianism um, and just overall like veganism and plant-based diets in general and it, I think that it would be cool to try vegan meals and I have tried vegan options before. Like when I go to a restaurant, I sometimes will try out a vegan option just because why not? Um, and they are pretty good. Like vegan meals are pretty good and I'll get into that later. But for me, I think going from vegetarian to vegan is probably going to be extremely difficult for a couple of different reasons. It's because for me, I grew up eating eggs. I grew up eating a lot of dairy, a lot of Indian food, um, which is primarily what my diet consists of being having Indian ethnicity. Um, we eat a lot of Indian food in my house. So a lot of that food does contain dairy in it. In fact, my favorite Indian dish is paneer, which if you don't know, paneer, it's kind of like, like it, it looks like tofu, but it's actually these little like, it's kind of like cottage cheese cut up into cubes and then you make a curry out of it. And that is like my favorite Indian dish ever. And to have that with like naan bread, that's like my favorite meal ever. So like, I remember thinking like, if I went vegan, I would have to give up more, like all these foods that I really love and enjoy, such as paneer. And a lot of even like Indian desserts are like milk-based and like Diwali's coming up next month. So like, I know that we're going to be getting a lot of sweets. Um, so it would be hard to give up. It would It would be hard for me to become vegan, whereas... For, for me to become vegetarian, it wasn't that hard because I never really ate a lot of the food that had meat in it. I But I did eat food that had like other animal products such as dairy or eggs in it. So giving that up would be a lot more difficult. That isn't to say that I, I'm completely closed off to the idea of being vegan. And I have, like I said, I have tried vegan options before at restaurants and things like that. I've actually been drinking almond milk for pretty much the entire summer and even now um just because I honestly don't like the way that cow's milk tastes I, like I like just I know people like drinking like a cold glass of milk and I just I, I honestly hate it like I just don't like the taste of cow's milk but that's that's like my main reason for not wanting 
to drink milk so that's why i switched to almond milk but i do eat like yogurt and stuff that is dairy and i and i love cheese so giving those things up would be a lot more difficult whereas going from eating meat like chicken and fish to going to vegetarian and not eating those things was not difficult at all for me because i it, it like i was already 90% there i i never really ate much of it to begin with the next point that i have is that a lot of people will say that it's cheaper and to 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 buy like plant-based foods or like to buy it's like it's more expensive to buy meat products um, than it is to buy like vegetables and things like that which in a sense is true because if you do go to the grocery store at least here it is cheaper to buy like fresh produce than it is to go and like buy yourself like chicken or fish or things like that but I think that this really depends on where you're from and like what your socioeconomic status is and like your financial kind of situation is it really depends because on the one hand meat can be quite expensive depending on what you're getting like if you're getting lobster or like if you're getting seafood seafood can be quite expensive but at the same time i find that like vegan like or vegetarian options or alternatives are more expensive than like the regular version which is the meat version like for example if you were to go to a restaurant and you they offer like burgers or something there i always find that the vegetarian option is like a bit more expensive than like a hamburger and honestly i don't even know why i'm not entirely sure of like the production costs or anything like that but i do think that it's not necessarily always true that a vegetarian or vegan diet or a plant-based diet is always cheaper than a non-plant-based diet i think it depends on where you're from i think it depends on your own financial abilities your stability and on that note as well i know a lot of fast food places are starting to add like more vegetarian options to their menus which i think is great but at the same time i feel like those options are still like a couple bucks more than their existing things on the menu such as a hamburger like if i go to hero burger which is a burger chain here i don't know if it's in the u.s but i think i think it's canadian i'm not sure but they're already expensive to begin with hero burger but they they produce like really good quality food but their veggie burgers are like so much more expensive than like their chicken burgers or their veg or their beef burgers and like it just doesn't make sense to me because if people if you're trying to promote the idea of a plant-based diet and that it's healthier and whatever and all the health benefits to like not eating meat on a regular basis but you're making it more expensive there are people that genuinely won't be able to afford those things and like people that do struggle financially are going to go for whatever is cheapest to them whatever they they can afford and especially nowadays where people are working like nine to five jobs and may not have the time or the energy to come home and prepare meals themselves it is so much easier like even as a student to like go out and like order something on skip the dishes or order something from a fast food chain and you're gonna go for something that you like but you're also gonna go for something that is cost efficient and like is something that's within like your budget and i feel like to say that you know being plant-based is less expensive it, it's kind of unfair to the people that are are kind of going there people that are like i don't know how to put this in the right way but i feel like it's kind of a privilege to be able to be plant-based because it isn't always cheap it's not it's not cheap to be plant-based and i think it definitely comes across that way and it isn't to say that like it's super expensive and that only like the wealthy people can afford to go that route with their diet but it's definitely not for everyone just because there are people that don't have enough food that people that don't get enough money people that are literally living off the streets people that are just living below the poverty line and things like that so to put myself in those people's situations i wouldn't care what that food is if i was like on the verge of starving myself i would just eat whatever i can find whatever i can afford whether that is something that has meat in it or not like when you're living in a circumstance like that you will literally just go for whatever you whatever is available to you and like 
being plant-based or not is like the least of your priorities you need to eat in order to stay alive if that makes sense i feel like to assume that you know everyone can afford to go vegan and to go plant-based or whatever the diet might be that is kind of an assumption that gets made that everybody is within the same situation and within like the same financial situation and that's unfair to assume i know this depends on your own personal kind of situation and it depends on where you live and for example here in canada like i know this is kind of a tangent from where what we're talking about but i feel like a lot of people also like promote the idea of eating locally which is great i think eating locally is really good in fact my parents right now are at a local farmer's market to get our groceries for the week but again eating locally isn't always possible especially like if you live in a place like canada where it does get quite cold in the winter it's not possible like you don't have you know people growing their own vegetables in their backyard when it's minus 30 degrees outside right and obviously like you can grow things like in your in like greenhouses and things like that but obviously like that doesn't apply for everything and like most of the food that we get here does come from places outside of Canada like it comes from the US or it comes from Mexico like our bananas come from Mexico and like it like there there's it's not even possible to like grow bananas here in Canada there are no palm trees here there's like it's just not possible and as much as i support growing locally and like eating locally it's possible for a certain amount of time when you live in a place like Canada but as the seasons change it becomes a lot harder and things also get more expensive like berries for example and fruit in general is a lot cheaper in the summer and in the spring compared to in the winter because they don't grow in that season and it's it's hard to it's it's hard to produce those things when it's colder outside like it's fall now it's officially autumn here in Ontario and prices are going to start going up for your produce it's going to go up for your fruit fruit is like ridiculously expensive it's like almost like six dollars if i want to go buy like a thing of strawberries or blueberries for my porridge in the mornings it is so much more expensive than it is if i want to make porridge in the summer and porridge is like better to eat in the winter just because it's warm and like you want something warm to eat in the morning when it's cold so it's hard it's it's definitely not feasible and it's not fair to say that having a plant-based diet is cheaper in certain circumstances yes it is cheaper because meat can be expensive but at the same time it's not the same for everyone and I think my main point with this entire conversation for today is that there's no one diet that's gonna fit everyone and it, it really depends on your own preferences it depends on your financial situation it depends on your culture depends on how you were raised and your ethnicity and all those things there's so many factors that go into your diet and I think we're we're in a place right now in society where we're preaching this, not necessarily in a bad way, but I think we're making people feel bad for not wanting to go plant-based when really it's not within their reach or it's just not feasible for them. And to make the assumption that everyone can do it, I think is a stretch. I think if we all had the same preferences, if we all had the same rights, if we all had the same access and availability and the same resources, if we all had the same like upbringings from our family and like in our childhood and things like that, yes, I think if we were all the same, then yes, I think being plant-based is something that every single person on the planet could do. But the thing is, we're not all the same. We all have different health problems. We all have different upbringings. We all come from different cultures. We all grew up eating different foods. We all grow up in different places. We have different financial situations. And we all have different access to resources. So I don't think that it's feasible to say that anyone can do it. I know I kind of went on a bit of a rant there, so I apologize. The next thing I want to talk about is kind of probably the most, I would say, triggering part of this kind of episode. And the most controversial part of this episode And that is the fact that I think plant-based is kind of viewed more as a trend than it is like an actual like health benefit. I think that a lot of the people that choose to go plant-based 
aren't doing it because they genuinely want to but because it's like the trendy thing to do because you know people on social media are now posting their vegan recipes or their plant-based diets or whatever and as much as I think it's great that people are out there like giving people ideas and like showing people like hey like being plant-based doesn't just mean that you eat salads every day but here are other things that you can do I think it's great and honestly I really love watching videos like on YouTube like of what I eat in a days and things like that to get ideas of what I can make um, while still being vegetarian. I think it's great but at the same time I think people see it more of like a trend like a like a cool thing to do like ooh like you're vegan or like ooh you're vegetarian and I don't think that's necessarily the right reason to do it. The other thing is I think in terms of like the health side of things There is obviously a lot of research out there that shows going plant-based is healthier for you, like in terms of like lower cholesterol and like less trans fat and things like that. Yes, that is true, but it isn't to say that meat is like 100% bad for you. Like it isn't the worst thing in the world for you. There are a lot of health benefits to eating things like fish because it has like omega-3s and things like that, like protein. All of those things are good and it, like I feel like we see meat these days as like the worst food in the world to consume and everyone's like, oh, like don't eat meat, like it's so bad for you. Yes, an excessive amount of meat is bad for you, but as is an excessive amount of anything, an excessive amount of dairy is bad for you, an excessive amount of vegetables can be bad for you. You can even get sick from drinking too much water. There, there, there have been cases of people who have drank so much water to the point where they were completely dehydrated. So I, I feel like we kind of just regard meat as being this horrible thing when in reality, if you can control your portions and like eat in moderation and realistically, it's not going to be as bad for you as you think. And obviously things like obesity and things like that, and we're getting onto a different topic here, so I apologize. But health problems, you know, I, I feel like we associate all of the common health problems like diabetes and like heart disease and like high blood pressure and things like that with people who eat meat. And while those things, eating like an excessive amount of meat can lead to those things, eating a controlled amount of them can be very beneficial and does have health benefits. It is good for you to an extent. But I think my main point here is that if someone decides to go vegan, I feel like a lot of people's reasons for choosing a more plant-based diet isn't because they necessarily want to do it, but it's because they assume that they're going to become a lot healthier going a plant-based diet. And it is true. Like, I'm not trying to kind of debunk the whole, you know, plant-based diets are, are good for you. They are really good for you. Plant-based diets are very healthy, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're automatically going to, you know, lose X amount of pounds or that you're going to be so much healthier going plant-based and that your previous diet was horrible. You can make yourself healthier. You can be a healthier person without drastically changing your diet and you do not have to be vegetarian you don't have to be vegan or plant-based in order to lose weight or in order to be significantly healthier the first thing is your health isn't just dependent on the food you eat your health depends on so many other factors it depends on obviously your mental health your emotional well-being exercise you know you're like there are so many things that go into health and i feel like so many people decide to go plant-based because they think that that is like the one thing that they need to do if you truly want to be a healthier person changing your diet is not going to cut it i think that's what my point is if you're trying to lose weight which obviously in itself is another controversial thing that we can talk about for a later episode but you are not going to instantly drop 20 pounds just by cutting out meat you're going to have to do like that that's not the right way or the right approach to becoming a healthier person. I think that people automatically think like, oh, like you've gone plant-based, so you're trying to lose weight. And I don't think that's necessarily the reason why, like if you're if you're going to go plant-based, I feel like your reasons for going plant-based need to be more than just for your health. Because it's so much more than just health 
the reasons why most people go plant-based it's it, there's so much more to it than just health and like how you feel and it's not always about you but obviously at the same time if you want to become healthier like i think most of us do like want to become healthier i want to become healthier even as a vegetarian i think it takes more than just completely changing your diet and it isn't to say that just because you don't eat plant-based doesn't make you unhealthy i think that's the main message what i'm trying to say here you don't have to be a vegetarian in order to be healthy you don't have to be a vegan in order to be healthy yes obviously there are numerous health benefits about being a vegetarian and there's a lot of benefits to eating a more plant-based diet but it's like i said it's not for everyone and if you truly want to be healthier you could also there like it isn't to say like that you're going to solve all of your problems like all of your health problems by going vegan if you truly want to be healthier then you kind of have to look at the overall picture and evaluate every single factor and see like what changes you need to make and sometimes maybe it isn't even the diet maybe it's something else maybe it's your emotional well-being maybe it's your mental well-being maybe it's something completely different maybe you need to be exercising more who knows and i think when it comes to things like weight loss again or health in general there isn't a one-size-fits-all you know something that works for me is not going to work for my best friend it's not going to work for everyone there isn't a universal diet that everyone is going to benefit from there's no one universal food type that everyone's going to benefit from it's different for everybody and i think we need to start realizing that it's very subjective and health is also very subjective so the idea that going plant-based is going to make you so much healthier is not necessarily true especially if there like it isn't even to say that like everyone who is vegan is somehow like extremely healthy and that like if you were to compare like someone who's vegan to someone who's not like you can't just make the assumption that the vegan person is healthier because they don't eat meat there are pro- there are people that have had health problems from going vegan the people who have felt a lot more unhealthy from going vegan so especially because like if you aren't getting like the right amount of nutrients and things like that it can be very it can be very hard to kind of revert back and i just i really just feel like people go vegan or people decide to go plant-based because they think that it's like the ultimate thing that they need to do in order to be living a healthier lifestyle which i don't think is necessarily true it can help but at the same time you can also make your health worse if you for example decide that you want to go plant-based and you eat veggie burgers like four times a week it might be a veggie burger but at the same time what's in that burger there's still a high sodium content in veggie burgers there's still saturated fats that can be bad for you an excessive amount of saturated fats can be bad for you and it's still a processed food versus eating fresh vegetarian or plant-based food so i think the point here is that just because you're vegan doesn't necessarily mean that you're like 100% healthy and just because you eat meat doesn't mean that you're super unhealthy. I think there are ways that you can be healthy in both, but there are instances where you know being plant-based can actually be worse for you if you aren't eating the right food, if you aren't getting the right nutrients. And I I I this is something this is probably the thing that bothers me the most. It's because people automatically assume that if you're plant-based, it's because you want to be healthier when it's so much more to that. And even if it is like one of your goals to lose weight or to become healthier, and like I said, this is a topic on its own that we could talk about for another day, but it's so much more than that. There is so much more that goes into an individual's health and like their well-being than just their diet. There are so many other things. If you truly want to become healthier, you need to evaluate every single aspect of your life, not just your diet. You got to evaluate every single thing. And I think I've ranted enough about this one point for long enough. Hopefully I've made myself clear because I don't want it to seem like I'm putting down any type of plant-based diet because I do, because it is, there is a lot of research out there that said that, that there's a lot of evidence out there. There's a lot of good evidence out there. There's a lot of really good resources and actual research articles that are published by real scientists that have said, hey, like following a plant-based diet or eating more plants has shown benefits. And it's it's not false, but at the same time, 
I feel like we've reached a point where we're telling people that unless you eat mostly plants, you can't be healthy. And that is, I think that is very wrong. I think that's very toxic. And I think that throws people off to a very extreme that can be unhealthy and actually make things worse for them. That's my point. And like I said at the start of this episode, I'm not trying to make it seem like one diet is better than the other because I don't think that me being vegetarian or anyone being plant-based is necessarily better than anyone else who isn't any of those. I just think that, like I said, there are pros and cons to both. And that, that's been my main kind of point for this is that there are pros and cons to both. The last couple of things that I want to talk about are more related to like the ethics of like animal welfare and things like that. I I honestly never really thought about the animal side of things and like the ethics and like the humane treatment of animals like a lot of I know this is like a really big thing and it honestly like it's kind of a weird thing because I feel like we associate being vegan or even plant-based like we associate that with just food when I think in reality it's more than just what you eat it's like anything can have animal products in them like your clothes a lot of makeup even like shampoo and like like skincare products and things like that also have um, animal products in them and a lot of people are aware of that and I think more people are becoming more aware like it's not just like what you eat but it's like anything that you consume anything that you use on a regular basis has animal products in them and there are like vegan alternatives like there is like cruelty free there is like you know like a lot of like chapstick and stuff gets made from like beeswax and there are like now like um vegan options or like even like things like testing things on animals like I have a pack of like travel size tissues like Kleenex basically um, and it says cruelty free on it, and I was like, "What the heck does that even like? How can like a like a tissue be like cruelty free?" So I I looked it up, and I actually found that they use like certain furs of certain animals to make tissues, and they also test it like the like the ability of the tissue to like wipe something dry by like spraying animals with like these chemicals and stuff like that, which I think like is kind of absurd, like obviously that's not ethical and that's not humane and that's not right so I don't know everything either um in terms of like the environment and like sustainability and things like that I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why I continue to be vegetarian and I honestly am not like I I definitely do need to improve in this area of trying to be like more eco-friendly and my family is working hard to make that happen but again I think the point here is that if you choose to become plant-based or if you're considering that, realize that it's not just about the food. It's not just about what you eat and it's not just about like how it affects you, but we, I really want to emphasize that, you know, animals don't get treated the same way that we do. And this is, again, this could be another topic on its own that I could probably talk about. And I've already expressed my love for animals and like I want to be a veterinarian when I'm a bit older. So I think people these days are trying to be more sustainable and there are more ways and there is more awareness these days to become more sustainable and more eco-friendly. But at the same time, I think we're pressuring ourselves to do things that are harming us, like going vegan and like going vegetarian or whatever. If you are unable to do those things, if if it's too hard for you, that is okay. And I think people are really quick to pass judgment when someone says, like, my friends have said this to me too, but they're like, I've tried going vegetarian or I've tried going vegan, but, like, I honestly just found myself being really unhappy. And that's the big thing. You should have, you should be happy with the food that you eat. You should be happy whenever you're making meals and things like that. So if something is making you unhappy, if being vegetarian or being vegan or plant-based is making you unhappy, then you don't need to do it. Even if you are trying to be more sustainable and be kinder to the planet, there are other ways that you can get involved in that while still eating the food that you like, while still consuming meat. 
if you don't want to give that up or it's it's difficult for you to give that up you don't have to there's so many other ways that doesn't involve changing your diet or being restrictive in any way where you can still contribute to the fight against climate change and the fight to protect our earth and things like that and i know like we just had like i think the the un like general assembly was just like this past week and people and obviously like people were talking about it there were climate change protests um i think on friday here in toronto at queen's park so i have been thinking about it a lot and if i look at my own life even as a vegetarian i can't tell you that i'm doing everything that i can to become more sustainable and more eco-friendly because there are other things that i could be doing i just haven't gotten around to doing them yet one of those things is the use of like um a menstrual cup sorry if this is like tmi we're getting into some kind of gross topics but i continue to use like pads that you would just throw away in the garbage after using them and i know there are like reusable ones that you can wash and like just reuse them every time but i don't know like how comfortable i am doing that especially with like a menstrual cup i've only ever worn pads when i'm on my period so being able to adjust to that like if you're uncomfortable doing things like that then you don't have to but at the same time there are things that i do and there are things that my family do even if we're not doing everything there are things that i've done for a while like in the summer we don't use our our dryer when we do our laundry we do our laundry obviously in a laundry machine but when it's like hot outside we do have like a drying rack where we just let our clothes air dry out in the sun or even in like where we have like our our laundry set up even in the house we let it dry just air dry instead of using the dryer so that is saving on electricity um we also do compost um we recycle i think those are just very basic things like that's not going to harm you to recycle it's not going to harm you to compost those are things that i think are easy and there are going to be things that are easier to do than others to work towards being more sustainable i also use um a reusable water bottle i use a metal water bottle and even that like using plastic water bottles can be bad for your health so the amount of people that still use plastic water bottles like I think those are that's like one of the things where I'm like but like is it really going to harm you to like switch from using a plastic water bottle to a reusable one like like the it's like one of those things that it's just like what effect does it have on you because it's not restricting you like going like like obviously like being vegan and vegetarian is restrictive and it's not for everyone but it's not nearly as like it's not the same thing as changing from using a plastic water bowl water bottle to using a reusable one so i think that's that's like one of the like 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 those are the easy things that you can do to be a better like to have like a better carbon footprint and things like that but if you aren't able to do some of the bigger things like go meatless or whatever i think that's okay i think as long as you realize and acknowledge that climate change is a really big issue and you want to make an effort i think the fact that you want to make a change goes a really long way and the fact that you're making an effort you don't have to do everything i guess what my point is you don't have to do every single thing in order to make a difference you don't have to completely change your whole life to be more sustainable if you can make small changes like you know being able to recycle being able to compost or switch from using a plastic water bottle to um a reusable one those are all changes that shouldn't be too difficult to make and obviously again i don't know like what like recycling and composting and things are like in other places around the world but here at least like if you have the money to do so to invest in you know reusable containers of things like that then go for it. I don't see why not. And I know these days like you don't really get straws or anything like if you go to like McDonald's they won't give you like a straw, I think. Um because plastic. But again, there are like metal straws or bamboo straws. There are straws that you can just wash on your own and reuse them. One thing that I've been doing a lot lately is if I do go out to eat somewhere, like if I go out to get fast food, um now that things are starting to open up again i always have an extra set of cutlery 
with me in my backpack. I always take a backpack with me or like a handbag with me wherever I go. So if I know like I'm going to go and buy like food from outside, I bring like I have like a set of like a fork and a spoon and a knife, like metal ones that I take with me. And they are like travel size too. And like they're not even big, like even the regular ones are not that big. They'll You can fit them in your in your purse or whatever. And so I just use those and like I just don't get the plastic cutlery that they give you when you go to a restaurant. Um, what else do I do? Um, I'm trying to think other things. I know I said I wouldn't like that this wasn't about like giving you advice on what to do to be more sustainable. But I feel like there are things that you can do and there are some things that are just easier than others. And I think most people would be able to do rather than go to extremes like going and changing your entire diet to become more sustainable. I'm looking right now I'm, and we keep like all of our shoe boxes. So like whenever like you buy a new pair of shoes, they obviously come in like a box. We keep all of them and like we use them for like storage and stuff like that. We have ones that store like art supplies. My mom's really into doing crafts and like making like homemade decorations and things like that. I use them when I was moving into residence back in my first year of university. I used them to pack like socks and stuff. Um we don't usually throw them out um plastic bags that you get at the grocery store i think most grocery stores here will actually charge you um if you want to use plastic bags they'll charge you like 50 cents per bag or something like that but i know there are like tote bags and things like that but even if you do get plastic bags you can just reuse them if they're still able to be reused like obviously if they're dirty or if they rip you can't use them but my parents never throw out plastic bags that they get from the grocery store most of the time they use like their reusable tote bags but sometimes um depending on how much they buy or if like they forget whatever they do get the plastic bags but they don't throw them out they just reuse them so that's something you can do um obviously like with things like driving and like cars i think the industry itself is starting to become more aware and starting to come up with new technology to make cars like to make carbon emissions like decrease with like electric cars and things like that but again like that depends on your financial situation that depends on like what your lifestyle is like a lot of people will, will like walk to work or walk to school but that obviously depends on like where you live and like the weather and like how far away you work or how far away you go to school but yeah i think i just think like when it comes to climate change I think it's obviously a very big issue. I think if you're able to understand and realize and do the research and understand that this is a problem because there are people out there that don't think it's a problem. If you're able to understand that and look up ways that you can be more sustainable in a way that is feasible and reasonable for you, then go for it. But again, you don't have to do every single thing you don't have to, you know, go plant-based if it's not feasible for you, if it's not realistic for you, if it's making you unhappy. If you're not excited or looking forward to eating the meals that you make, then obviously that affects your relationship with food and it can be very, very bad for your health. But there are other ways. There are so many other ways for you to be more eco-friendly that aren't going to restrict you, that aren't going to change your life drastically to the point where it's making you unhappy there are just some small changes that you can make and i know this is entirely like an, an entirely different topic but i i figured i would throw this in there because i think the people that do choose to go plant-based have that kind of reason as well and i think most people that do choose to go plant-based have multiple reasons for doing so and even though for me it started off as not really having a good enough reason i think now that I'm a bit older and I've been vegetarian for a couple of years, I've realized like how much my life has changed since being vegetarian. And like I said, I'm not going to go into the benefits and like, like I'm not going to go into the details of what it's done for me because it's very subjective and it's not the same for everyone. But I, I, I do find myself like I do consider myself to be a bit healthier than I once was. But again, health is health is dependent on so many other things it's not just the food you eat i exercise way more than i did 
before when I wasn't a vegetarian. My mental health obviously isn't as great as it once was. So I can't say that being vegetarian has made me a healthier person because it has made me healthier in certain aspects, but there are also certain things that are unrelated to my diet that contribute to my health as well. And I think that's one of the main points I want to get across. And I think we're going to near the end of this week's episode just because I feel like I've ranted enough for this. And this is obviously like, this is already like over an hour long. So this is the longest one that we've done so far. So I apologize for that. But I really hope that if there's anything that I want you to take from this is that vegetarianism, veganism, being plant-based, it isn't, it isn't perfect. I think that's what the main point here is. Because I think we like we we live in a society where it's being shown to us as like go vegan or go vegetarian or eat plant-based and we kind of are being told like it's like the perfect diet or like it's the perfect lifestyle to live when there are also negative things about it and it's not for everyone my main point here and what i really want you to understand is that it is not perfect it is not for everyone and there are flaws to it but at the same time the research is good research and there are benefits to it but those benefits really really depend on the person those benefits are subjective and i'm gonna stop talking now because i think i've made my point very clear hopefully so i hope that this has been somewhat insightful to you i hope that this was a little bit different from what you've heard about veganism and plant-based diets in the past because I think most content out there talks about like all of the good things about it but they don't necessarily go into like some of the cons and some of the flaws to the diet so I hope that especially from someone that is vegetarian I hope that this has given you more insight on what it on like the good things about it and the bad things about it and I think the last thing that I'm, I want to say is, you know, it's really up to you whether you want to become plant-based or not. We're being pushed towards that. And I know that more people are starting to see the benefits of it and more people are starting to turn to a more plant-based diet. But I really encourage you to do the research for yourself. Don't just do it because it's a trend. Don't do it because other people are telling you to do it. Don't, in fact, even after listening to this podcast, I hope that I'm, I haven't been like, I haven't pushed you to become plant-based because that really wasn't the point of my message here. I really think that if going plant-based is something that you're, you've been considering or is something that you just want to know more about, it is really important for you to go out and find that information yourself. There are lots of documentaries on YouTube there are lots of dietitians and nutritionists that put out their knowledge for free on their social media. So I, I encourage you to seek those resources out. Um, but other than that, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And again, I really hope I did my best to convey my messages across because this is a very controversial topic. And I've been thinking about it a lot these days. And I might even do a part two to this, but like I said, I'm working on trying to make my episodes more structural and more cohesive. So with that, I'm going to leave it there and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.